Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk About Sex, Jamie. I'm Jamie. Uh, today we're talking to my friends Sadie and Christian, who are—they um, probably won't mind me saying—avid members of the kink community here in London. Um, they are going to talk a bit about what they get up to, what they're into, all that kind of stuff. Um, these guys have a million stories each to tell about this sort of thing, so you're going to hear a lot more of them on the podcast in future episodes but yeah hope you enjoy it let us know what you think on the instagram all that good stuff and yeah have fun love you bye what are you afraid of hey sadie hey jamie you're gonna tell me about your origin story right i am going to tell you about my origin story yes um so what would you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me from day one. You, you said about the birth of Sadie. Well, yes. There. Okay, but it kind of, I suppose you have to go back a little bit further than that because I kind of knew or didn't know that it was kinky, but I knew that I was into sort of certain sexual things before I knew that they were a thing, like before I knew that anyone else was into those things. Okay. And... It, I, I mean, as far back as I can remember, like three, four years old, like definitely watching stuff on TV and being like, oh, that's mm. okay. <laughs> interesting. What kind of stuff? Um, usually like, uh, usually sort of anything like power play or like, um, like obvious stuff like spanking and stuff like that. And then when I was maybe 10, I saw Eurotrash. Do you remember the TV yeah. show Eurotrash? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And there was an episode of Eurotrash where there was a, um, uh, like some tranny on stage being spanked. And I was like, she's, wait, she's enjoying that. What? Why are people like this? What the fuck? Is, is this normal? Uh, maybe it's more normal than I thought. And then I sort of... Eurotrash, by the way, must have birthed so many people into King. I remember being like all the kids at school watching it at like nine years old. Like, yeah, 100%. Like, Eurotrash you, you is responsible for a lot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Plus, like, it's probably the first time a lot of people had seen boobs in the pre-internet era. So, mm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. And then, like, uh, I got into this... Do you remember chat... Like, this is really showing my age. But do you remember chat rooms? Yeah. Yeah? So there was one called UK Dungeon. And <laughs> it was a chat room on a website called UK Chat. And they had different rooms. And one was, like, UK mums. And, like, UK... I don't know, fucking all this shit. And, um, but, yeah, one was called The Dungeon. And I started talking to people. And I was, like, 12. <laughs> and I was, like, I am. And it would be, like, they were, like hey, ASL, and I'd be like, which stands for age, sex, location, people who are not Thanks, fucking Mom. ancient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, don't. Like, <laughs> and, um, yeah, and so I'd be like, age, 19, sex, female, obviously, location, London, not going to get any more specific K, and it would be like chatting to these guys, and um, almost certainly people that replied like, you know, age 22 would be like either 90 or fucking 12, like me. And it was always like, and that was how I started to learn a bit about what, how kink operated, I think. So like 
<laughs> like there was this guy who it, again must have been either like a s- super gross pervert or like very very young but he was like you must call me master with a capital M and if you disobey I will punish you and I'm like oh this is so sad <laughs> like, how are you going to punish me though because uh, where the fuck are you I don't know who you are and you can't kind of physically touch me and I also can just log off at any time but cool um, so yeah it, it was sort of like role pl- it was like a almost role play thing um, and then yeah and then I like had boyfriends my first boyfriend was kind of kinky but also like we didn't know what that was at all any of that so it was all kind of when you say kind of kinky then so at that age what is what What is kind of kinky kinky? so I met him when I was 14 and he was only a couple of years older and we'd I mean there's 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 details in this that I'll probably leave out but (laughs) like uh, no no. (laughs) not sexy ones like just about him but like (laughs) Uh, I mean, we was... don't want his national insurance number. We just want to know like what he was into at fourteen. Oh, I see. Right. So, um, yeah, he. God, it's really hard to remember now. But I think it was a lot of kind of like, uh, fuck. I really can't remember. I do remember at one point him being like crawl around on the floor, and I was like, okay. But then thinking, I feel silly. This is not sexy. <laughs> Which I've always found really funny. Like the the kind of relationship between feeling silly and feeling sexy, because some people looking at someone in the room right now um really quite i feel like you quite like sometimes being taken the piss out of during sex or like maybe not taking the piss out of but like doing sort of embarrassing silly things is kind of a turn on and i was with someone sorry this is jumping forward a little bit but i was with someone quite recently and um i was like and he would (laughs) sorry (laughs) okay give me an example of this he would be like I can put my legs behind my head, right? <laughs> and so during sex, I would put my legs behind my head and he'd be like, yeah, you fucking sex pretzel. <laughs> I'd be like, he'd be like, get in the pretzel. And I'd be like, stop calling it the pretzel. <laughs> get in the pretzel. <laughs> it's not sexy. And he'd be like, you stupid fucking pretzel. And I'd be like, it's just, and I would start pissing myself, obviously laughing. The piss story is another story. Actually, I'll come back to that. But um, like pissing myself laughing and he would be like, he would be laughing as well and after all I was like so sorry I just want to really just clarify this but is this sexy to you and he's like yeah it's sexy and I'm like what taking the piss like do you like being taken the piss out or does it not make you feel really like just like now we've gone into a different zone of this is now funny and he was like yeah it's kind of both and I think that's really interesting. Anyway, sorry, that well, we was talked a about complete that before, so Yeah, we talked about that before, like mm. the relationship between kind of silliness and kink. Yes. It's quite close, right? I mean, a the thing is that definitely if you step, take a step back, sometimes you're doing a scene that you're taking quite seriously and you take a step back and it is quite stupid and ridiculous. Yeah. But then there's also, it's like also, there's, I don't know. Yeah, there is a kind of interesting relationship between those two things. But humiliation isn't really massively my kink. I think I just get enough of that in my day to day. Do you know what I mean? Like I, you know, just do stupid things, fall off my bike when it's stationary, stuff like that. I don't need that in the bedroom. That's not a fantasy for me. That's just life. So um, yeah, more. I think for me, I'm quite masochistic and I like pain a lot. And I didn't realize that until I started kind of experimenting with my first boyfriend a bit. And then... Um, so, first boyfriend, are we back at you being 14? This is now? me, 14, yeah, 15. Um, and then and then I had, like, vanilla relationships pretty much for ages. And then I was in a relationship which was really serious and we were very committed. And I wanted to get... But the sex wasn't great. It was like, I think 
he wasn't really that into kink, although he pretended to be when we started going out. And then, like, cut to six years later, he's like, I don't want to hit you. It makes me want to cry. And I'm like, you pussy, I hate you. I mean, I love you. Let's get married. So I was like, let's, you know, let's get on let's get on and do something together, you know? And I was really open to like having threesomes and all this stuff. And he was a bit like not quite in the confident state of mind that he needed to be to do that stuff. So then I found out he'd been having an affair for a year. Uh. And I um, went and (laughs) I basically just got on the king scene on my own. And he knew that it was going on and stuff. And we were sort of talking about and trying to save the relationship, but ultimately it was kind of doomed. And, uh, so I created a persona <laughs> to join a website called FetLife. Mm. Don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> and it's, woo! <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's a website that's basically like the Facebook of kink. That's how a lot of people describe it. <clears throat> and I didn't want anyone to find out who I really was, or so I don't have any face pics on there or anything like that. Um, and I made up the name Sadie. And it was kind of on a whim, and then it just obviously stuck, and now, like, half the people I know <laughs> call me Sadie, and the other half are like, who the fuck is Sadie? <laughs> and my friends from school are like, what? sorry, what? Anyway, then, um, so I went and I created a profile on FetLife, and I put up a classified, <laughs> which apparently no one does. Uh, I was just new to the game, and I was yeah. like, I, get, I want to do this. And I told my, my partner at the time, like, I want to, um, I want to, Dom someone and I want to fuck someone with a strap on, a guy. And he was like, good luck with that, no thank you. I mean, I was pretty angry with him at the time, so I guess he was kind of nervous about me trying to fuck him with a strap on (laughs) for the first time in his life. So that was understandable. He was like, you just, you go nuts, you go and do that with someone else. I was like, okay. So I put up this um, advert and I was like, female Dom 32 seeks you know, male or female submissive for fun times. <laughs> really interesting trying strap on play, blah, 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 blah. Obviously I got like 6,000 replies, not yeah. a single female replied. And, um, and I got one from this dude who was, he just worked like right around the corner from me. He was kind of my age. I, d- I couldn't tell what he looked like from his profile, but I was like, oh, this is interesting. So we started chatting and he sent me a face pitch- picture and stuff. And I didn't send him anything that could identify me. Mm. And I'd send him, before we met, I would send him like tasks to do. I got quite into this kind of controlling Dom persona. Yeah. And every and the way I talked, like I would have to meticulously, I'm shite at spelling, so I had to meticulously <laughs> like check my spelling on all the things so that I could pull him up on his spelling if he fucked up. Uh, okay. it made me a better person, I tell you. <laughs> I learned so much about spelling. Um, and I would send him tasks like if I was like, right, you're allowed to smoke one cigarette a day. He's like 20 a day smoker, right, so yeah. I was like, smoke one cigarette a day. It's the fucking cuntiest thing to do because you still keep addicted, like, but just can't don't quit entirely so then like and if he'd smoke like two cigarettes then i'd be like right go to this corner shop buy a pot of yogurt and a chili <laughs> do you can you guess where this is going yeah go on keep going and i'm like cut the chili in half rub it on your penis <laughs> and then wait 20 minutes and then you can use the yogurt to neutralize the burn. So I do shit stuff like that to him yeah. all the time. I'd be like, go to the, he'd be at work, and I'd be like, go to the bathroom, get a glass bottle, put it up your ass. <laughs> Something like that, and then I'd be like, hee hee hee, and then he took me a photo of like the glass bottle smashed on the floor oh. with the word disaster exclamation mark. I'd be like, you fucking idiot. And I'd be like, you're so stupid, blah, blah, blah. So we got into this really funny, I found it really funny, but also like completely ridiculous relationship, and we'd never met. 
And eventually I went to his, the place where he worked and I, it, he worked in a bar. And I, so I sat on the bar and just watched him working and he immediately knew it was me, even though he'd not seen my face. He just knew from oh, the moment okay. our eyes met through the glass door and I walked in and, and I was late as well, I was half an hour late. And so he was working behind the bar and he was like, oh, let me get you a drink. What do you want? And I, so I, I was like, oh, I'll have a Negroni. And I tried to basically say nothing to be mysterious mm. and cool. But inside I was like, hee and, like, <laughs> and also I couldn't fucking stop laughing. So I was just like, make it just a cool, sexy smile. But like my face is like grinning, like this is mental, what am I doing? And I was also like, this is a guy, like as a woman, obviously I'm, I'm not a tiny woman. I'm uh, about five, nine, ten. And so I have like a certain like, I'm, I'm not like a t- I'm not tiny basically yeah and I still had this thing of like I've never been on an, a date you gotta remember I've been in a relationship for seven years at this point and before that I was in a relationship for three years and before that I was in a relationship for seven years I've never really been on a date ever mm. in my life and I was also like I'm gonna go and play with this guy I don't know him and we're gonna be one-on-one in a fucking dungeon because this is what we agreed to do the first time we met he was <laughs> like I'm gonna hire a dungeon please will you come and I was like <laughs> yeah okay so uh, but I was fucking scared inside but outside I was like I'm cool and mysterious so then I was like okay here's what we're gonna do you're gonna tell your boss that you want to take your lunch break now you're gonna take me to your flat and show me where you live he was like okay so he told his boss I was like I'm going to I'm gonna find out where this fucker lives so that I know that if he rapes me I'm gonna know where he fucking lives. <laughs> so I like, went to his flat and I was like he was like I was like show me your bedroom so he he took me to his bedroom and I was like, it's a fucking pigsty. <laughs> and like, was just super mean to me. He was like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And I was like, okay, I'm calling him de- messy and he's being nice and he's not trying to kill me or murder me or rape me. Okay, I think this is going to be fine. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, I'm leaving. So like, I left and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> and I got home and I was like, oh shit, oh my God, fucking hell. And then I was just done. And then, yeah, so then we had agreed we were going to meet up. And we went to a tiny dungeon in North London, which is essentially a small room and then upstairs and this is the cover for the dungeon there's a wrestling center and that is for kink wrestling so like people go up there to like sexy wrestle like foxy boxing or like mud wrestling whatever but um and then there's like a bedroom as well but basically the room that we were interested in was the toys room which was downstairs and it was oh i don't know probably the same size as this room what's this like about it's probably about. This is a London bedroom. It's a London it's bedroom. A let's say let's say four like three by five meters, and we <laughs> we arrived, and I was like, um, yeah, you know, like you have to be on time. Blah blah. blah. Like through my text, I was like, well, what kind of time to do now? I was like, <laughs> okay, uh, you have to be on time. You have to bring this. You have to wear this. You have to do that. Blah blah blah. So I turn up, and we're shown in by someone who I'm not going to describe as trans because I'm not entirely certain right but her name was Sarah and she was a man (laughs) at some point in her life I'm not sure at that point but whatever Sarah showed us around and Sarah gave us a very thorough tour of the dungeon and both of us are giggling like fucking idiots like me me and the slave are like oh shit what god just fuck off and let us go because both of us are shitting ourselves nervous neither I'd never done and he obviously I didn't tell him this is my first time dominating anyone ever in my life like all the relationships I've ever had I've never dominated any partner and so I was like fuck 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 what this is gonna be this is gonna be quite weird and I'm not sure how it's gonna go down anyway 
but the thing is that just to be clear we'd talked me and the slave had talked a lot beforehand and over text and about stuff that he was into stuff that he wasn't so i'd kind of like got i compiled like this encyclopedic knowledge of his sexuality mm. so when we actually when sarah fucked off the last thing she showed us was a black rubber bin where you throw all the used sex toys and i was like Ugh. <laughs> that's gross <laughs> i was like okay thanks sarah goodbye now and uh, so she fucked off so i was like okay now I'm really seriously alone, locked into a literal dungeon yeah. with a man I don't know. That's the situation that I've put myself in, so I'm gonna have to do something about it. So first thing I did, I was like, tied him up. Like, I was like <laughs> straight away, I was like, okay, just quickly gonna tie you to the ceiling now. So I tied him up, I started hitting him, and I literally, all I did for the entire night was beat him up right. for six hours. Jesus. Just brutal yeah. fucking. And I was I took it really slow. So like at first I was just like hitting him with a flogger and warming him up and I was sort of like choking him and doing all of that. And then as the night <laughs> went on, I was just like, he's relentlessly just like wanting more pain. Yeah. So it, I by the end of it, I was hitting him with like a stick wrapped in leather basically. Yeah. And I was going like full pelt. And he was like covered in bruises. I was like, should I feel bad? I don't really feel that bad. Yeah. And the last thing I did, which was really horrible. <laughs> this is really, actually really, really despicable. But I did like kind of clear it with him in advance. Anyway, I was like, so I told you to give up smoking. He was like, yeah. And I was like, you didn't give up smoking, did you? He was like, no. And I was like, okay, well, I guess you're gonna have to keep something with you to remind you not to smoke and he's like okay uh, so he was i was like but you enjoy smoking still he's like yeah and i was like okay we'll smoke the cigarette then so he starts smoking the cigarette and like every time he takes a puff i put it out on his leg <laughs> till i make the shape of an s <laughs> for slave Damn. for sadie whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. so <laughs> yeah so essentially he's now permanently scarred Fuck. And the next session we had, I cut him with a razor blade. Nice. <laughs> Quite a lot. Another S or? No, I just went for random patterns yeah. that time. Yeah, just yeah. like slash, slash, slash. Yeah. 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 But he, it, I, and the thing is, I did a bit of research on myself by cutting myself with a razor blade. Turns out razor blades are quite sharp. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know if you got the memo, <laughs> but I certainly hadn't before I did it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get a fresh razor blade. It's clean. So I'm not going to use something that's blunt because that would be dangerous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, I'm just going to just, all I'm going to do is very lightly test it on my oh no I just sliced my whole arm open and I just blood was just pouring on I was like oh okay so with him I made it like um super like really shallow cuts but even still and he was really really into it but I did some on his shoulder and they never healed I mean they healed but they never the scars never went away whereas he has got like I did it on other parts of his body and it, it did go away but I feel kind of guilty about that yeah. one the S went away though. That's gone. Oh really? Yeah, oh. I was kind of bummed about that. Yeah, I kind of wanted, the, wanted the I wanted him to one. keep that one. Yeah, but um, anyway, so long story short, uh, that was how Sadie came about. And then, yeah. uh, I mean, I could go on if you want. <laughs> I don't know how I much mean, do you want. Well, I mean, all right. So that was your like first experience then. So what would you say to people that you that think they're interested in exploring that area themselves? I'll do it. Yeah. It's so good. Like. It changes your relationship with sex and your sexuality, first of all, but my confidence is so much improved by the relationships that I've made in the kink scene. And also, not just confidence, but self-awareness and understanding of my own sexuality and um, self-acceptance, mm. I think. I think I was quite ashamed, really, of being into this stuff when I was younger. 
and not only is it a relief to kind of meet people that are that have the same interests as you but also um it's really fucking fun to explore them (laughs) yeah yeah Talk about butt stuff. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it's an interesting thing to bring up around other guys, I yeah. think, who haven't tried it. Yeah. Because, well, one, the immediate reaction is that's gay. Why would you do that? Yeah. Uh, and two, they won't accept that they should try it. Yeah. Um, and I'm definitely, I'm definitely guilty of having the same thought process. Um, the only reason I kind of went into that world was I had no choice. Some some girl did it to me. <laughs> no girl, choice. No. <laughs> it was like years ago. Some girl like basically rimmed me. And oh, rimming's great. I mean, that's yeah. the, that's the best version of all the butt stuff, of all the really. butt stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I liked it, but was also terrified and thought, <laughs> "Does this mean I'm gay now?" Uh, all these thoughts. <laughs> so much so that when we finished, I didn't talk about it. She, really? was, she was like, so what did you think of the... I was like, no, no. And you were just like... Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> she then did it like two or three more times, like further on, and I just wouldn't talk about it. It's really bad. So I'm very aware of like what... How people feel about it. Yeah. And, you know, the whole masculinity side of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, enough times and you start to realise it's pretty great. Yeah. Um, yeah. What experiences have you had of trying to explain that to <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, so my butt stuff experience, I think is, uh, like reasonably varied. I've never been fully pegged, um, no. or anything that way, but I've done well, a fair bit of rimming and sort of like butt plugs and things like that. Yeah. Rimming I love, like butt plugs are sort of, I don't know, sort of semi take them or leave them. Like it's just, it, just yeah. like a thing there, but. Um, it's just a thing there. It's just a thing there. <laughs> just a thing there. It is a bit just like there and you're like, yeah, it's <laughs> kind of a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, explain that to other guys. it's it's funny isn't it it's like there's there's such a closed sense of like sexuality and and people is you know there's there's a lot of like negative stigma around the idea of like a a man being pegged especially Mm. Um, because you're still having sex with a woman but the idea that you're like being penetrated is like gay and degrading and whatever I Um, love the on pegging quickly I love that Deadpool definitely brought it to the spotlight have you seen Deadpool? I have seen it. I can't remember. I remember there's some... a pegging scene in that. Which uh, is it? The first one, is it? Yeah, yeah, the first one. There's like a there's like a compilation of like how him and his girlfriend have sex like at Christmas <laughs> and like at Thanksgiving, and then I think one of them she's like, I'm, I want to peg you, and it, and yeah, basically he gets pegged by his girlfriend, and you see it. Yeah. Uh, and since that film came out, so many more people are talking about it, um, which I think is great um, because I think loads of people that saw that didn't know it existed. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. That's so funny. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, I can't remember where I was really. Um, but in terms of pegging, I think like there's, you know, it's. Um, I, I know plenty of sort of male guys who would say that they're not homophobic or anything like that. But the idea of like being pegged or something is like super. Like no, I would never ever do that. That's shameful. That you even <laughs> think about doing something like that. Yeah. Um, and it, it's it's really funny because like it just comes from that same thing. It just comes from how much. Uh, it, it's a bit like the whole like you know, someone who outwardly sort of says, oh, I'm not racist. And then the girl, their daughter brings like a black boyfriend home and it's like, that can't like, you know, can't yeah, deal with it. I think yeah. <laughs> as much as people would like to sort of say they're not homophobic or whatever, there's yeah. like a lot of ingrained um, 
sort of homophobia in, in, in men, mm. whatever way they want to do it. Yeah. Uh, whatever they want to look at it. Whatever they want to do it. <laughs> whatever they want to do it, which is normally very straight vanilla. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but like, I mean, it doesn't even have to be that extreme, right? Like, the the idea of like not being rimmed um, when it is it's incredible. Not being <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of crazy, and um, but I think it's, it stems from this whole thing. Like, it's so funny. There's so many. Like, it's, it feels like maybe it's like a slightly extreme thing or whatever. Mm. I, mean, it's, I mean, it's not, but mm. um, and a lot of men in these relationships will just have like not never even they never even came close. I don't know, like, and it's just like you can tell that that conversation has never even been like brought up. Or yeah. There's no um, concept of anything like slightly weird like that ever kind of coming into the, the chat. And it's funny because it's not like that hard to find people who you could do that with mm. if you want to. But you just ne- these guys like maybe would never have that conversation. Yeah. Um. So I guess it kind of comes down to like a curiosity thing. Like, if you yeah, how can you not be? curious about well, some I, of these other things I was definitely not curious at all and I was definitely one of those people that was like no not interested don't, yeah. do, don't do butt stuff and then a girl just did it sometimes that's what it takes right it's just definitely, like someone taking yeah. the lead on you and just 100% like, yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. all it takes is like half a second and you're like oh yeah <laughs> so yeah any girls listening just do it just don't ask him <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't ask him just fucking do it just like you know conveniently wait till he's out of the shower and then just go for it and he'll fucking love it um, yeah yeah well, I, I, I'm normally just, like a big endorsing that all sorts of non-consent in here. Oh yeah, just, just do it. Don't do it. ask. He says no. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, if he says stop, go harder. <laughs> no, I'm always, I'm a big supporter of communication. But this might be one thing that you need to break down some barriers. I like, mean, it's you know? a very yeah. It's... It works for me anyway. Exactly. Um, no, I mean, I mean, I think for a lot of these times, like women do need to kind of take the lead a little bit on men, and obviously yeah. that doesn't mean that if they really really oppose it that you should not stop but sometimes you <laughs> need a bit of a helping hand or a bit of a uh, push in the right direction yeah. and then you know one first day it's that bit of rimming and the next thing you know it's like getting the big gym strap <laughs> on out and go. Yeah, get railed on <laughs> yeah. uh, let's talk about more things that aren't gay sure um, so someone asked me um, a loaded question yeah they wanted me to ask you how do you avoid nut brush <laughs> during group sex with another guy around <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, it is quite a loaded question in that the, the con- it sort of implies that you need to always avoid nut brush in any um, group scenario that you ever do. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you become gay. Yeah, and otherwise, yeah. otherwise, if you did brush nuts, that would be instantly gay. Um, <laughs> I guess if you are completely not comfortable with the idea of your nuts brushing another man's nuts, maybe group sex is not for you mm. um, it doesn't it doesn't really happen as often as you'd think but yeah. you know it's part and parcel if you've decided to like DP a girl um, there may be some cock touching you know just in case you were <laughs> in case well, like, that were you <laughs> if the, the guy who does DP and then gets angry about it, yeah. probably shouldn't be doing DP exactly <laughs> just this like, isn't what I signed up for <laughs> I'm straight damn it <laughs> oh. So okay, so get, run us through like run us through some um, you know near misses or you know close brushes that you might have had. Like tell us tell us what you can expect if you were to have group sex with another guy. To around. be honest with you, like when you're in that scenario and you're having group sex, you don't even really. There's a lot of like sensations, and mm. you don't really necessarily think, oh, that's someone's nuts or balls <laughs> within the whole like scheme of like everything else that's going on. Um, so you, do, you kind of don't really notice it. Yeah. I remember someone like accidentally touched my penis in like a group sex thing or like a guy and he's just like, oh, sorry. And it was just like, it's just... <laughs> you say sorry? Yeah. <laughs> That's the most English thing ever. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Such a hang up. Um, 
but any yeah anything being perceived as gay so so crazy yeah um yeah like even in that scenario you think people would be quite comfortable with it and still like yeah there's there's men that still find it hard to like the, you know the perception that someone else might think that oh I'm trying something here or whatever <laughs> yeah um but like yeah you like you don't really If you if you're that distracted by it, if you did with like oh that's someone's balls and you're very distracted by it, then yeah, as I say, I just don't think group sex might be for you. I mean, it doesn't really yeah. happen very often, but you need to probably get rid of some of those hang-ups and yeah. sort of just live in the moment a bit more, um, or just like go for the spit roast every time. Just ah, like, oh, I'd love to be down there, but I think I'm just going to stay over here. So I've got the, got a bit of distance here yeah. between us two, and at least five foot five away, <laughs> away from you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, have you ever had an experience where you've been in that scenario and someone's sort of had an issue? Like, more than them just saying, sorry, like, has anyone sort of, has anyone had that, like, distance away from them? Or do you find that people, once they're at that point, you know, it's kind of, they've signed up for it. As in, like, a guy who's just, like, will just not do certain things because they are just, like, not comfortable with it. I think, like, I mean, group sex in general people are very like respecting of boundaries and mm. things I, like it wouldn't always be obvious to me if i'd have had sex with someone who maybe wasn't comfortable doing a certain thing um because it kind of would never get to that point because it's not right. like they'd be quite forced into that position and then it'd be like oh no i'm not comfortable with it right, normally yeah, it's yeah. kind of just like i don't know people are quite good at reading other people and they sort of know oh you want to do this yes kind of people are up for it right. it kind of never gets to a point where someone's like almost coerced into something because they're having like a meltdown and mm. And whatever else um so you don't really come across it that much like you yeah. will see people kind of say no to stuff mm. but you won't really see people sort of like uh, completely like i don't know their world like oh god what have i got myself in for like i'm here like, <laughs> like you know having an absolute existential crisis over it. um Just in a corner crying yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if that was to happen you'd hope that everyone sort of stops and sort of you know uh, yeah. chats to them or whatever. yeah so. yeah not, not just carried on like regardless <laughs> and, like, uh, they'll deal with their own problems over yeah, there like, leave yeah. them crying over yeah <laughs> yeah exactly okay so you would say then if anyone thinks they might have an issue of uh, brushing legs with a guy <laughs> while fucking several women at <laughs> once then they should probably just avoid group sex yeah prob- probably the best but, advice okay, cool. <laughs> what are you afraid of